Hassan Around the Podcast. Hassan Around the Podcast. Welcome in, welcome back to Season 3, Episode 3, Charleston Wedding. And I'm so happy to have you here. I truly do, and I say this from the bottom of my heart, have the best listeners in the world. So thank you. World, country, galaxy, atmosphere, you name it. You name it. You, you are the best, and I thank you so much for that. Thank you for continuing to come back, support, listen, share, subscribe, uh, and let's keep making the world a funnier place because that's what it's all about in my storytelling, observation, humor, 15 to 20-minute episodes, and today's will be no different. Charleston wedding. I went down to Charleston, South Carolina, as I typically do once or twice a year, but I went down this time for a very special occasion, which was the wedding of my cousin Christina and her fiancé, Kyle. Christina and Kyle get married in Charleston. They got married at the end of March, a little over a month ago now. And it really took this long for it to sink in about how phenomenal of a weekend it was. If I was either Kyle or Christina, I would have been thrilled. Weather, people, the party, it had, this, this wedding had it all. So we're going to get into what it was all about and the people and some of the stories there um, because there, it's, there's a lot to unpack. There's a lot to unpack. First off, Charleston, South Carolina is... Is the cat's meow right now in the United States? You know, it or has been for the last year or two. You know, Nashville, you hear Austin, you hear Charleston. I mean, those are really the three right now that are like, oh, Bachelorette Central, Bachelor, Bachelorette Central. But also, where are people moving to? You know, where are trending metropolises that are growing that people want to move to? Warm weather, warm climates, fun, bar scene, food scene, all that sort of thing. Charleston's got it all. So if you haven't been to Charleston, this is not a uh, visit Charleston ad, but uh, I'm sure they'd love to have you there. This was, though, the biggest event that we've had since COVID for my family. So, yeah, we had the masks on Easter, Christmas, you know, where, you know, everybody's afraid to touch each other and breathe on each other. It's over. The shackles have been let, let go. We are free. And this party, this party, this week, well, I'm not going to call it a weekend anymore. This party was one for the ages. So Christina and Kyle, the most genuinely nice couple I've ever met. And I'm not being biased because they're family. But they seriously are just two of the nicest people on this planet Earth. So I'm going to get the mushy stuff out of the way there. Love you both. Thank you. Now I'm going to get into the real stuff. We're going to get into the meat and potatoes here. So Bag. Bag is the oldest cousin, oldest girl cousin on my mom's side of the family. She's got six or seven girls younger than her. Again, I should have the number off the top of my head. But she is the oldest female cousin on my mom's side of the family. Our moms are sisters. That makes us basically, we were under the same regime growing up. You know, these, these two mother matriarch authoritarian figures, we are under the same regime. We understood what each other were going through. That's why I think we're such close cousins. And it was like, yeah, your mom's nuts. Yeah, my mom's nuts too. Okay. They're the same exact person. So Nancy and Ann, that's an episode for a different time, but Bag and I related on a way, in a way that a lot of other cousins did not because our age, we were the closest in age, and we basically were going through this, a lot of the similar things together, which is, is awesome. You have, to, you have somebody to go through it with, so love you, Bag. Thank you. Bag is the youngest of three kids. She's got two older brothers who are absolutely hooligans, Dan and Jeff, and J-Bone for Jeff is his nickname, but he is... These, these brothers, they beat up on Bag or Christina for the longest time growing. I mean, this is, she's the youngest of three. She, these, she, her brothers are, you know, a, a few years older than her each. And it's like, nope, she's just getting. So if you're, a, if you're a youngest sibling and you got older brothers, you know exactly what I'm talking about right now. So I don't need to get, we don't need to go through the code of ethics without how that goes, but you get beat up on pretty good. 
So Bag is the youngest. Her nickname is Bag. Her brothers gave it to her. If you want to know why, I'm not going to explain on this episode, but I'm going to call her Bag for the remainder because that is who she is. Her professors in college, her coaches in basketball, her, the mailman would call her Bag. I mean, I'm talking, you know, she goes to Starbucks and they write Bag on her coffee cup. So she is Bag. Bag is she. Christina is Bag. Bag married Kyle. Kyle is... His family is originally from upstate New York, so everybody basically was coming down for this wedding, minus the friends that they already had in Charleston. Bag and Kyle have been living in Charleston for, I think, over five years each. Kyle went to school down there. Bag went down there and followed J-Bone, her brother, down to Charleston. So all full circle. If I'm confusing you. I'm sorry. But Bag and Kyle were the wedding. Kyle is a weird-ass dude. Let me just put it straight, and I only say that because I'm a weird-ass dude, and we get along really well. It's kind of strange how well we get along. And um, again, just g- genuinely two of the nicest people, but Kyle's a weird ass dude. I love him for it. It makes us, our relationship pretty cool. And, and, and it's just a beautiful thing. Just a beautiful thing. So Kyle, you're a weird ass dude, man. I love you. Hell of a wedding. And let's get into the meat and potatoes of it. Charleston, we're down there. We're at the Charleston Harbor Resort and Hotel. Beautiful venue. Beautiful Beautiful, beautiful. Absolutely stunning. And the crew, the Charleston crew that they have there, their group of friends, they have, oh gosh, I want to say 30 strong of just friends that they have down in Charleston, South Carolina. And these are folks that have either migrated down there or they've been there for a while before them. But let's, I'm just going to rattle off some names here. Lila, J-Bone, Courtney, Rye, Kat, Willie, Kristen, Kale, Farrow, Maddie D, Spooty, Bubba, Bethany, Mayer. The list goes on. There are so many friends down there. It's overwhelming. It's almost like you go down there and you don't say hi to somebody and then they get mad because you didn't say hi when you were down there. So the crew is phenomenal. I brought down my own crew, right? So the families all go down. Everybody's a me a family. Haas got a plus two. Haas got a plus two. My brother couldn't make it down to the wedding for extenuating circumstances, I was able to have a plus two. So I obviously I brought my plus one as my executive producer and girlfriend, Rosie. She'd been down to Charleston before. She'd met the crew. They actually invited her and said I was her plus one, even though, you know, you know how it goes. And then my plus two, if you could guess, and if you've been a longtime listener, was Dan Roman. It was Roman. Roman was my plus two. The fam, he got the invite. I think he was in Ireland when he got the invite and he cried and it was just a huge moment for the fam because Roman was like, I'm really inducted. I know how I went to his cousin's wedding last year. This was kind of his thing for this. And it was just, wow. Wow. So Roman and Rosie are my plus two for this wedding. And they, I guess, you know, the Charleston people ask about them every time I go down. If I go down solo, they always ask about how those two are doing prior to how am I doing. That's basically how that is. They have Those two have this weird innate ability to impact people in a way where they remember them, whether that's positive or negative. So Rose and Roman, I'll let you figure it out, but it's just, it was phenomenal. It was great to have people down there with me and obviously the family, my mom, dad, siblings, uh, cousins, grandmother. I mean, it was just one for the ages. So it was a three-day affair. We went down a little, I went down a little early just to get my bearings, say hi to some people, stay with my guy, Matty D. But It was a weekend. It was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, basically, was the itinerary of events. So Friday night. Friday night, we're at the Charleston Harbor Marina Hotel Resort. I'm going to keep adding words onto it because I don't know what the freaking name of this place is. But it was a beautiful venue outdoor. They have a little beach area, sand area. 
They have it's right on the water, beautiful views. You're seeing cargo ships going in and out. You're seeing cruise ships. You're seeing you know the big yachts. You're seeing all that beautiful thing. So there was a welcome party on Friday night. Thank you to Chuck and Lynn Weiss. Those are Kyle's parents. Chuck is a madman, crazy dude. I mean, he's weird just like Kyle. He's weird like me. And again, I think that's why Chuck and I get along so well. It's beautiful. Weird plus weird equals weird. So they put on this awesome welcome party, open bar, past apps, the whole nine yards. There was cornhole going on. There was fire pits. There was music. There was music. This was no ordinary music. If you follow me on Instagram, you may have seen the post, and I will put it up again after this episode airs, but a steel drum performer named Setu was our musical talent for the night. Chuck had met this steel drummer at a bar a couple months prior when he was in Charleston visiting, took the guy's business card on the spot and hired him. He says, hey, you're going to perform at my son's wedding. And set two was like, I'll be there. So steel drummer set two was there. And uh, he's no Michael Scott on the steel drums. Let me just say that. He's no Michael Scott, but he was phenomenal. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Dun, dun, dun. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Oh, it was a bit. The vibes were immaculate on the dance floor there. We were having a good time. Aunt Cheryl, shout out. Shout out to Aunt Cheryl on the dance floor. She was wild, having a good time. We love that. Um, but in the words of J-Bone, in the words of J-Bone, cousin J-Bone, Bag's older brother J-Bone, he, you know, and this is an important thing to know. This is night one. He says, you don't want to blow your whole load on night one. Don't want to blow your whole load on night one, Haas, is what he says to me. You know, you don't go into a casino and put all your money on the roulette table on the first hand. You don't do it. You know, you don't blow your whole load in one night. So, J-Bone, words of advice, words to, words to live by, words of advice, you know, thanks, J-Bone. You're the man. So, we had that great first night, the steel drum. The vibes are awesome. We're have, Everybody's catching up. We haven't, you know, this is kind of like the introduction. We're seeing the Weiss family. We're seeing Kyle's family. We're seeing our family, our cousins that are coming down. So, beautiful, beautiful. Saturday morning, we wake up. I wake up, executive producer Rosie, plus two Roman, uh, Dr. Jake, my sister Janet's boyfriend, Dr. Jake, and then cousin Nick, we go to brunch. You know, we're like, what can we do on a morning like this? You know, all the, the bridesmaids are getting ready at nine in the morning for a five, at, five in the afternoon ceremony. So shout out to the brides and bridesmaids, brides and bridesmaids out there. It's a full day of getting ready. I think they do just drink a lot of champagne in that room and white claws, but regardless, they're getting the makeup hair. It's a, it's a full day and it, they looked beautiful. So Kudos to them. So we go out to brunch. We go, what can we do? We can go to brunch. We go out to brunch. So we go get brunch, 65 degrees. Think of that first spring day, first summer day, 65 degrees out. You're wearing short sleeves. If you didn't wear sunscreen, it was a mistake. And for executive producer Rosie, it was a mistake. Well, we, we, won't go, we won't go there. So we are having brunch. We're having a cocktail. We're like, oh, yeah. Like, what do we do next? Where do we go next? There was a bar a couple doors down from where we were having brunch. It was called Saltwater Cowboys. We go to Saltwater Cowboys, cool outdoor vibe. They got live music. There's actually a brewery from Charleston that was doing a tasting for this Corona beer that had salt in it that tasted like this Corona type beer, had salt in it. It was really good. So we're having buckets of those beers, having a good time. The brewery is doing a raffle, you know, to try to promote their stuff. And so there's a, there's a Plinko chip you drop down, whatever. It's free. I go over, I play, I get a raffle, a raffle ticket for their raffle. Rosie, Roman. His cousin Nick, uh, Dr. Jake didn't win, so I don't think he got any. But everybody got a raffle ticket, and they were going to draw a raffle. So we're, we're hanging out there drinking. It's like, all right, I think it's time to go back to the hotel. And I was like, wait, we got to wait. We got to wait. They haven't drawn a raffle yet. They're doing one every hour. 
I got a good feeling about this, guys. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah whatever, whatever. I'm like, I think, I, I think, some, I think we're going to win. I think we're going to win. So they put the prize up for the, for the raffle, which is a knee slash stand board, which is a beautiful piece of equipment. It's not a, um, not a wakeboard. It's like a knee board that, again, you can hook up to the back of a speedboat and you know, do tricks and, and ride behind. So a pretty cool piece of equipment. They call the number. It's executive producer Rosie's raffle number. I am I'm howling, laughing. I bring the ticket up. I go get the prize. We look at it online. $400 retail value of this board. Are you kidding me, Haas? I, got this, I had the spidey senses. I knew we were going to win. I knew we were going to win. I had the spidey senses. So we give it to Roman. We give it to the pack mule Roman to, uh, to carry. And he carries it out of the bar. We're howling, laughing still. And people are looking at us all weird. Like, why the hell did he bring this board? Like, they think that we brought this to the bar. So that was just uh, absolutely hilarious. Roman is walking out of the bar with this board on his back, like a backpack. Like, a, have you ever seen a kindergartner that's going off to school with this massive backpack that's as big as they are? That's what Roman looked like walking out of this bar. You could only see basically his feet, and that was it. So if you were walking from behind him, you're just looking at this board, <laughs> moving, and you're like, what the? So Roman looked like a kindergartner carrying a massive backpack. It was uh, a sight to see. So we get back to the hotel. Rosie and the executive producer and some of the other people go get ready. Roman and I were like, ah, we still got to, well, I got to do is throw suits, throw suits on. You know, you guys got it easy in comparison to, to the ladies getting ready for a wedding. So Roman and I, there was actually a thing called Oysters on the Point happening down at this hotel. It was this once a year event. There's people from all over Charleston that come to this. They do steamed oysters in a bucket. A bucket's like 20 bucks and you get like 25 oysters in there. It's like, what the hell? Like it'd be $6 an oyster up north. So yeah, this is beautiful. So never had a steamed oyster before. Probably shouldn't have had it two hours prior to the wedding, but Roman and I stuffed our faces with steamed oysters, had a good time drinking a couple beers. And then the ceremony came, right? So we're, we, we get ready. It's time for the ceremony. My job is to walk down my grandmother, Nina, down the aisle. I was, uh, when Bag and Kyle called me or FaceTimed me to tell me, I was on the verge of tears. I mean, what a beautiful way to let me be a part of their day. I was so happy, so grateful. So Nina and I, we walk down the aisle. I'm feeling the oysters in my stomach churning. Uh, I am uh, on the verge of nausea. But Nina and I make it down the aisle. We're smiling. We're waving. Nina is the, the biggest celebrity at this wedding. And it was beautiful. The, view, the venue was beautiful. We're looking out onto the water. You know, they got the little uh, the backdrop there. The officiant is bag's oldest brother dan the groomsmen the bridesmaids come down dan's there then christina comes down with her father of the bag comes down with her father beautiful gorgeous everybody everything the music stops everything stops and dan just pauses for a moment and all you hear is sobbing you hear somebody just absolutely sobbing and you're like what is going on it sounds like a waterworks plant water just coming out of somebody's eyes and <laughs> you look at the groomsmen line and there's j bone Middle brother, older brother of bag, J-Bone is sobbing his face off. This dude, it was, he was whimpering. He was whimpering. He was like, you know, <gasps> you know when you're like sucking air in to try to breathe and you're whimpering? That was J-Bone at this wedding. And God love you, J-Bone. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was something. It was like a puppy dog whimpering. It was an emotional man. It was beautiful. His baby sister was getting married. I mean, it was just, in my mind, when everything got quiet and he's still whimpering, it was the, one of the funniest parts of the day, in my mind. But love you, J-Bone. Love you back. Beautiful day. We go to the reception after this wonderful ceremony. 
Uncle Gary. Bag's dad goes up, Uncle Gary, and gives a speech of a lifetime. The father of the bride speech. I think it was filmed. If we can get hands on it, we will, and we'll try to get a couple of clips out there. But public speaking is not his thing. He had to pause in the middle and take a water break. It was, and we thought the speech was over, and he went back out there. It was amazing. He talked about Bag as a kid. He talked about Kyle and how he met Kyle and how goofy and weird he was, as I kind of described. He does what's called a stink wink on his jet ski which means he just gets up off the jet ski and like out of the saddle, pulls his pants down and shows you his ass. You know, they call it a stink wink or Gary calls it a stink wink. That had the crowd rolling. So Gary had people laughing, crying. He, I mean, we were all in our fields when Gary was speaking. So shout out to Uncle Gary and for the party. Him and Nancy put on a great party, open bar. The dance floor was electric. Uncle Dick, the dance floor. So the dance floor at this wedding, and I know I'm running over on time, but bear with me because there's so many things to say. Uncle Dick was at this wedding. My, my grandmother, Nina, her brother, Dick, is 92 years old. Dick looks fit as a fiddle. Fit as a fiddle. He's got this legendary mustache. He's got a diamond earring, probably worth more than my life. And he is you know, pretty stocky in stature, and he's dancing with his girlfriend, Barbara, and they're having a good time. Dick falls over. He must have tripped over somebody's foot behind him. As, you know, people are on the dance floor. We're, you know, we're, we're rubbing bodies. It's good. Not me, but Uncle Dick fell. And he gets, I come on, people are rushing over. Uncle Dick, you all right? Uncle Dick, you all right? Pick him up. He comes over to me and just starts headbutting me in the chest. He goes, let's keep it rolling. Come to find out he had a few, uh, he had a few vodka neats in him at that point and was doing just fine. Uh, but Uncle Dick got up headbutting, ready to dance again. So shout out to Uncle Dick. You're the man, 92 years old. I mean, the dude is still doing it. I love it. I love it. The music, the music quality, which you always judge at a wedding, was good. The DJ was solid. He was a little weird, though. He kept on putting mixes and ma- his own personal mixes and mashups together. And every time he like was about to start, when he go DJ Steve mashup, it'd be like, "What the f- what?" <laughs> like DJ Steve, just play the freaking music, dude. We don't need to hear you. Not your show. This is Bag and Kyle's show. Okay. This freaking guy, DJ Steve, on the ones and twos. This is a mashup brought to you by DJ Steve. I don't know. I had to just, I just need to get that off my chest. You know, I feel like part of my, these podcasts is me just venting, but it is what it is. This is good therapy. The other big part of the dance floor, and this was a part of Bag's bachelorette party and all of her bridesmaids and the whole crowd was getting her hyped. There was this little dance, go baggy, go baggy, go, go baggy, go baggy, go, go baggy. And that's when everybody would make the dance circle. Bag would go in there with her wedding dress on and she's like doing the, the Irish jig. She's twerking it. She's like pop lock and dropping it. She's having a blast and everybody's just go baggy, go baggy, go, go baggy. So at any point in the weekend after that, if any, you know, if anybody was bored, or if anybody wanted Bag to dance, or see, you know, get her riled up, they'd just start go Baggy, go Baggy, go. So, dance floor was immaculate. I, you know, we did a couple, you know, jackhammers. I did a couple, you know, disco moves, and it was, you know, it was not the same after. You know, the dance floor we left it uh, destroyed. And the party continued. I mean, this open bar, it went over to the hotel. We went on the beach, we got buckets, of st- and until noise complaints happened, we were out there having a grand old time. So 
Saturday concludes, everybody goes to bed at some point. Sunday morning comes around and it's like, you know, there's still part of the weekend left. It's like, holy smokes. Is this weekend like over? It's like, I can't do back to back to backs. Like, this is crazy. So we get hungover breakfast sandwiches, Rosie, my executive producer, and Roman, my plus two. We go get breakfast sandwiches. We're hungover as all hell. And, you know, we're trying to make something of the day. And Bag and Kyle had basically a pool party on the schedule for Sunday. Come on down to the pools of the outdoor pools at the hotel. Thank God it was Charleston. It was beautiful. It was glorious. Holy smokes. So we go down. We bring down this $400 board because Cousin J-Bone wanted to see how it floated. So we brought it down to the pool. Some kids were playing on it. It was kind (laughs) kind of wild. But we go down there and there's just like coolers on coolers of bevies and, and genos and you name it, they're they're out there. And for what turned out to be, you know, just a calm pool party like recovery, like liquid IV, it turned into a danger. This pool party turned into a danger, which turned into a cornhole tournament, turned into a topless hot tub, which turned into a Ryan Farrow serenading everybody by the fire with his guitar. I mean, it was in yeah, it was it was a wild pool party. It was a wild pool party. So shout out to the fam. Shout out to Kyle and Bag. What a weekend. Hell of a weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I mean, if I could repeat that weekend over in my, I repeat over in my head all the time, but if I could repeat it in person, I would do it maybe once a month, maybe once every other month because it, you know, took a couple years off my life, but it was a blast. Absolute blast. Shout out to the South Carolina fam. They are some of my biggest supporters. When I look at the heat map, I see that huge contingent in Charleston. So shout out to you. They got this house around shirts when they were down there. They're the best. Must happy, much happiness and love to Bag and Kyle. A, f- a wonderful life together. It's it's due to happen because two phenomenal human beings. Hossing around on Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Listen, share, subscribe. And let's keep making the world a funnier place. One Charleston wedding at a time.